0: Hobo box! Hobo hobo hobo! Ho bo
1: hobo, hobo 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 ho! Hobo walks With me, with me, with me, with me. Alrighty, here we are again for another episode of Don't Sleep. And we have Jojo the Hobo again. Yes, all-time guest here. Number three, baby. Today, we're going to do something fun. We're going to be discussing our top ten albums of the decade. Different from songs.
0: Yes. Because you definitely had some songs on your list that were unexpected. Not like your favorite artists or anything. So I'm hoping, expecting your top ten albums to be a bit more predictable, maybe? For someone that knows you? We'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see if you have some, you know... Yes More expected answers here Yes
1: So what's new since we last talked? Um,
0: I have had a couple more sips of my coffee since we last recorded Okay. Um, And that's basically it That is all I've done between the last recording and this
1: one Sounds good And did you want me to start?
0: Yes, you can start I started last time We are again going starting at 10 Starting at 10
1: Boom, bam, bam Thank you, ma'am Let's see all if righty. I do a better job at remembering of which number we're on no, I was terrible. You yeah. kept me on track, let's be real. We'll see. Alrighty, number ten. Mind of Mine by Zayn. Zayn! Love Zayn. Oh my God! Did you know that? I did not know that. Huge fan of Zayn. Wow. His
0: solo work.
1: Okay. <laughs> Rude. One Direction forever and always. No. But no. So Zayn Malik. Um Yeah. Formerly known from One Direction, he came to his senses and left One Direction. He was he was the first one to leave. Was it a sad day for you? Speak about it. Um, I
0: so I am a One Direction fan. I saw them in concert twice. I have absolutely no shame. I think that their songs are bangers. I don't care what anyone says. Zayn was never one of my fave members, so it, I didn't really care that much when he left. Although it was definitely a kind of thing that was like, all right, this is going to be over soon. Like it was the first sign of their descent as a group. Yeah, um, it was kind of inevitable. Inevitable after he left. So I was not that sad. Good for him for doing solo work. Um, and apparently
1: he's good enough to make your top ten list. So good yeah. for him. It was 2016. Um, everyone knows Pillow Talk. That's right.
0: I really don't know any
1: other songs on no. that album except the popular ones. So. Yeah, Pillow Talk was okay, but then all of my favorites are Like I Would, She, Before. There's like that. The thing is, oh, she has, he has a song with Kalani called "Wrong," so this is an album I can just throw on, and there's not a lot of skips. So that's what okay. I, yeah,
0: that was one of my kind of things I was looking for
1: when I was doing my list too. Like, how many of these songs? Yes, and I still yeah. listen to some of these songs to this day. Okay, and it was 2016, so it's telling you something, people. And his voice, like no other, he can go super high. That's what I like. Yeah, no, he definitely has a really good voice. I mean, that can't be denied. Um,
0: his solo work is not as much my style. Really? As hmm, okay. One okay. No, to each their own. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He's definitely not my style. I mean, I don't really listen to... To each their own? Yeah, no. To each. Am I interested to see if you have any other One Direction
1: solo work on your list? Here? Like I said, Zayn came to his senses and left One Direction. So you don't, you're telling me you don't like any of the other old One Direction members' no, solo work? No, um, I like one song by Harry Styles, yep. and I find his video for the for "Adore You" very weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't like his pictures. Yeah, no, he throws he's, things in your face. Yep. Alrighty. Okay. Yep. Good to
0: know. I won't be holding my breath for more One Direction members on your list. I right. mean, you never know. I mean, I'm full of surprises. Truly. All right. Well, my number ten is "Gone Now" by Bleachers. from <laughs> 2017. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I really like Bleachers. I really like Jack Antonoff. Yeah, I know. I I can't stop talking about them today, but I really like them. The album is super different. I mean, of course, the standout song off that album is Don't Take the Money, um, my top song of the decade. But... Um, There are a lot of other songs that are jams on the album. There are also a couple of slow ones, like slower. Um, He has a really interesting sound. Like some of his sound effects are super odd. Uh, Definitely wouldn't find a lot of them on the radio. Uh, But it's a really good album. It's really different. I really like it personally. Um, And I really enjoyed seeing him perform a lot of the songs in concert. So um, gone now. Bleachers. So it's
1: indie, indie, indie. Yes.
0: I mean, there are some sound effects that are literally, like, super weird. Like, I would recommend giving the opener of the album a quick listen at some point, just to see how odd it is. Okay. It definitely is not... (laughs) Like, he does not uh,
1: shy away from making the first song weird, that's for sure. Okay, then. So, my number nine is Ammo by Bring Me The Horizon. 2019.
0: Okay. See, this... This is getting into
1: more expected. Okay. All right. So, Bring Me The Horizon. I love them. So, they released music videos, like, a bunch of these music videos for this album. And after I watched one of them, I, like, it inspired me to make a video that you saw. It's on my Instagram. Joanne is actually in it for, like, 0.2 seconds. And it's just... Yeah. And then another one of their videos called In the Dark, right after I watched that, I sat down and I wrote an entire short film. So I'm saying... Okay, they really
0: influence you then.
1: Influence me, motivate me, inspire me. So, like, I'm a big, big fan. And I've been listening to this album for a year straight. I haven't gotten sick of it. Okay. It's so good. And they're they're awesome. They actually just released another album that has, like, a 20-minute song, like, 10-minute songs. It's, like, actually an EP. And it's super experimental as fuck it had halsey's on one of the songs and um it's just i think more i don't know we'll have to compare jack antonoff's Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think jack has a 24 minute song though no he does not no it's wild that is wild yeah so there's they're doing like whatever the fuck they want and i appreciate that Mm -hmm. thank you okay uh number nine
0: i have yellow cards self-titled album from 2016 which was their last album before they called it quits. Uh, This was a tough call for me because I knew Yellow Card had to be on here. like I said in the songs one, they just really defined the decade for me. Um, My favorite Yellow Card album was released before the decade began. I mean, for most Yellow Card fans, I would say their favorite is Ocean Avenue. If it's not... Interesting, but my so this is by far not my favorite Yellow Card album, but my favorite Yellow Card album of the decade, I would say. It was a really tough call because it's not the album that got me back into Yellow Card after the hiatus, it's not the album that was the first tour I went on for them, it's the last album they came out with. And I chose this one because I really felt like the whole way that they closed out being a band was. Crazy. I mean, they went to great lengths to make their last tour, their last album, one for the fans. I mean, um, they came out with this album, it basically, they preempted the release of the album with the announcement that they were ending, so everyone knew it was ending when they came out with the album. The tour um, was very much a goodbye tour. I went to their Boston show, and I bought a VIP package, and I got a poster um, for the tour, and it has the date and the city on it. I got a shirt at the tour um, that has Boston on it, like it says Boston. Like, they just went through great lengths to make this closing, like, f- for the fans. Like, the music videos for the this album were all very, like, one of them highlighted one of their fans, like, real-life fans. Um, he was in the music video, which is awesome. Um, all of the vinyls that they came out with for this album were, like, cool. Like, they had a lot of, like, um, paint-spattered vinyls or, like, clear vinyls. Like, they really put out all the stops for this Mm -hmm, album. mm -hmm. So it was just, like, a big production um, and really just amazing. Like, I listened to this album when it came out at midnight um, in my dorm room, went the whole way through in order, and it was literally, like, I tweeted this back when it came out, but I really feel like if the violin... From this album could be translated into English words, it would just be saying goodbye, especially on the last song, Fields and Fences. Like, I just, I know that's so cheesy, but I, the violin in Fields and Fences, as it closes out, you, the last thing you hear is this violin, which is a defining factor of Yellow Card, truly just like is saying goodbye. Um, so, without, <laughs> without crying, it yellow cards self-titled album is is on my top 10 albums she of the decade.
1: has tears in her eyes i don't know what to tell you i really love yellow card and this this album was a lot so. i love absolutely love the passion
0: yep you're welcome
1: thank you did you cry when you listen to the album uh i don't think i did at the I... show did you cry at the show very close. That's when I went
0: to that last concert. It was it was truly one of the best nights of my life, and um, I'm glad. I probably
1: did almost cry. I think I'm happy for you. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Already number eight, 2015, Arcus. Now Arcus is the duo of Dia Frampton.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And
1: a film composer, Joseph Trapanese. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dia Frampton. Used to be in a band with her sister called Megan Dia way back in the day, and then she was on The Voice, and yeah, that's so where a lot of people. Her season. Yeah, and she should have won, but whatever, it's fine. No, Xenia should have, or Zenya did win. Who no, won? a black dude won. I thought Dia Franken won. No, Dia came in second, and then Cassidy Pope won. That was not the same season. No, I know. I'm just saying. And then Cassidy. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So anyways, so. Xenia was my favorite from Dia's season, but. Don't remember
1: her. Don't want to distract from Dia. So. So Dia Frampton, Arcus. So, like I said, she's with uh, a film composer. So a lot of these songs are super cinematic and they sound like film scores. It makes it so special. Um, It's honestly a masterpiece. I throw this word around a lot. But it's just hard not to, when you listen I mean, to I mean, I can like, tell you mean it. So. Thank you. Um, and Dia has a great story. Like, after she was on The Voice, she actually had to go back and work in, like, a coffee shop because she just needed money to pay rent and stuff. And, but ever since then, I mean, she's still going. She just reunited with Meg, and they actually put out um, an album together. It's amazing. And I wish I had more spots because it would have been on here, but blah, blah, blah. I can't. Only 10. Mm-hmm. so check this out and then check out all her shit all her shit's amazing she has a solo album called Bruises I just wish I wish I could put it all on Okay, okay but- right.
0: I wanna to listen to this album cause I like what you said about it having like that film score kind of sound cause I love listening to film scores honestly like when I'm at my desk at work a lot of the time what I'm listening to is scores to shows or, mm-hmm. or movies cause yeah. their they're, they're sound I really like it so and I also like um like when it's actually a film score, being able to remember what was happening in the movie during that mm-hmm. during that song. But obviously, this isn't that. But I still like really like that sound, so I'm interested now. I want to go listen to it because you said that. Please, did you ever listen to her other stuff? Not after the voice. No. Really? Okay. Well, please well, do. She, I wasn't that into her on the voice. I had another favorite. So.
1: Well, I mean, everyone can't be perfect.
0: I know you're glaring at me. It's <laughs> fine. I'm sorry. Go. Okay, number eight, I have Vessel by 21 Pilots, a 2013 release. Um Does
1: it have car radio?
0: Yes. Yes. Uh I really like this album. For a while, Blurry Face was my favorite album by them because that's when I got into them, but after a while, like, now that I'm listening to, I definitely like Vessel better than Blurryface. I just like more of the songs. Like, I still jammed more of the songs. Like, I can tell that one of your ways that you picked out your albums and songs was based on how long you've been listening to them and whether or not you still love them. Like, you're like, I've been listening to it for a year straight, and I still love it. And that definitely holds true for me for the songs on Vessel. Um, I really love them. It was... 21 Pilots was definitely... Uh, a big thing for me in the decade like I listened to to their albums on repeat which was kind of one of my how do I pick criteria um I was super 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 into tournament pilots for a while there especially that was what led up to
1: me going to see them in concert um same and it's funny because I was super into them and then I don't know what happened I did did I just stopped being interested and I actually was thinking, I kind of want to put blurry face on here, but then I was like, I, don't, I never put that on. Anymore, yeah. No, yeah, at all. Yeah, so. I don't listen to it
0: as much. Mm. I mean, I listened to it nonstop for a while, so no matter what, I listen to it now. I definitely don't listen to it as much, but yeah, um, yeah blurry face died out for a bit for me, too. Did you
1: listen to Trencher? I was going to say, so when I first came out, I didn't even bother to listen because I didn't huh. really care, but since I had listened to it, and I, I think I listened to the whole thing once, maybe, and I... I and then I listened to it a few more times, but mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely like um, a handful of the songs a lot on Trench, but I did not jam to it nearly as much as I jammed to Vessel and Blurry Face. Yeah, not even close. No, and I didn't go to their most recent concert in Boston either, but I kind of yeah. wish I had just because they put on an electric show. Like, their shows are just like insane. Wow. So I kind of wish I had just for the experience, but I didn't love the album enough to.
1: That's it. They're the type of um, band or whatever you want to call them that. I would want to go see them at a small venue, but if they're yeah, playing somewhere they big, they can't do that anymore. Though I know. their fans are crazy. I know. So, but I'm just not probably ever going to see them again. Yeah. just because of that. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough, but maybe we'll they're see. good. They're
0: yeah. they're definitely they go all out. Like all s- up, yeah. like for their I saw them once, everything. But I, I hated the venue. It's an experience. Yeah. Twenty One
1: Pilots is. They are. Yeah, they're, they're good. Yeah. Alrighty, number seven. 2016, Lemonade, baby. Ooh, okay. Beyonce. What can I say? It was an absolute cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And the short film that accompanied the album mm-hmm. really like pushed this over the edge of like Masterpiece into something else. That
0: I, I mean, it's a concept album. Do you know what a concept album is? Never seen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay, yes. yeah. So, I mean, I love concept albums. Yeah. Um, I have huge respect for anyone that puts in the work. Did you see the film? I didn't.
1: Oh, Jesus. I mean,
0: I'm not a huge Beyonce person.
1: Like, I'm definitely not in a beehive. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm not either, but I can't deny greatness. Yeah, no. So, please watch that. It's, um, Jesus, like, it's on its own realm, I would say. Um, And everyone, a lot of people are familiar with this. It obviously should have won the Grammy. It was absolute um, tragedy that it didn't. Mm -hmm. And what more can I say? It's Beyonce. Yeah, I mean, so it's funny though. I I I haven't listened to this in a while, but I think that just made such a stamp on me and society that I couldn't not put Lemonade on the top ten. Yeah, decades. I know. So I had to, and I did. Thank you. I'm yeah, not, I'm not mad at myself. No, I'm, I I respect you. it. I mean, I totally can
0: see that being. I mean, it's a work of art. She put a lot of work. In. Work of art. She's, yes, she's,
1: she's she's insane. So yes, she goes out. She goes all out. Let's go. Yeah.
0: All right, number seven, I have an album you probably don't know, an artist you probably don't know, but they had to be on here for me. It's Kids by The Midnight from 2018. Uh, They're like a synthwave kind of sound. Wait, did it MGMT? No. Oh. Nope. The Midnight.
1: Oh, they're called The Midnight. Yep, The
0: Midnight is the band, Kids is the song, uh, of the album. Got you. Um, So yeah, they are synthwave, they're pretty small. Yes, that is them. Um, but I really like this album. It has a very 80s sound to it, which, uh, that's definitely something that's very popular, especially with Stranger Things and everything. I would say, (laughs) like, people our age are definitely, like, all about that 80s stuff at the moment. Um, I love, this album's really great. It has a couple tracks that are, like, they're not songs they're more like filler tracks but like not in a bad way they have like more sound effects like they're not songs with lyrics they're just like songs with synthwave beats so wait the whole oh wait okay okay they came out with an instrumental version but the one i'm talking about is the regular okay thank you um yeah so there's there's their synthwave which i have been pretty into lately um
1: I want to get into Synthwave because I like it, but I just don't know if I can...
0: This might be a good way to dabble because it's definitely not like hardcore. It's not like Dance of the Dead or anything like that. Yes. Um,
1: I want to put Synthwave music in. And it has lyrics.
0: Some of these songs have lyrics. Okay. Which I think is a good way to dabble in it for a bit. So I I, I recommend this album a lot. I mean, barely anyone knows it. Um, I'm going to check it out. But it's good. I'm looking at the um,
1: artwork, and I love their artwork. Yes, the
0: artwork is super 80s. Like I love a, it. Like, um, for the listeners out there, the album artwork is, like, in an arcade, like, in a mall, mm. um, super 80s. So, um, Ugh, I love that shit.
1: Like, I want to make shit like that. Yeah,
0: no, I Ugh. love yes. it. So, yeah, that had to make my list for me, because I was just, like... I'm excited. I've listened to that album straight through more times than I can even count, so... I'm
1: excited to check that out, for sure. Nice. Yes. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Boom. Number six is That's the Spirit, Bring Me the Horizon. Oh my gosh, a second one? 2015. So let me say, in the last podcast about the songs, I said Paramore was my favorite band. But I'm telling you, Bring Me the Horizon is fucking creeping up on Paramore. (laughs) But Paramore
0: better come back and
1: make a new album, Ken. That's jam, guys. Because at this rate, I don't know, man. It's hard to deny. It's hard to deny. This album is the album that made me a fan. Mm -hmm. I was on YouTube one day, 2015, and their video for Throne came on my recommended, so I clicked it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Pumped me the fuck up. Pumped me the fuck up. And it wasn't super, super heavy metal. Because I don't like that shit. Because their old shit is super, like, you can't even understand what the fuck they're saying. No. I like heavy shit with clean vocals. Okay. And and also, I do like a little bit of screaming mixed in. So that's perfect for me. It gets me so pumped. I, and I also I feel like sometimes even when I want to go to sleep, you know? Um... It's so important because this is what made me the, the, the fan that I am today. That's the spirit. And a lot of people, a lot of their old fans, hate this record. And it divided the fandom into the old people who like the heavier stuff and yeah. the new people who, who let's say, they like the pop stuff. Yep, that makes sense. And then their, the ammo that came in 2019 even even further divided them because it was even more pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to my cousin Holly, who does not like the new stuff. He <laughs> likes the old stuff. <laughs> So it's funny, but I've seen them in concert multiple times and I'm always going to see them whenever they come back around and Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what they come up with next. And they're releasing stuff at a fast pace and I like that. Yeah. Paramore, what's up? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yep.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note, my number six is Ceremonials, Florence and the Machine, 2011. I mean, it was a tough call for me picking a Florence album. Um, luckily though, like, their date, like, Lungs, was their first album, wasn't in the decade, but luckily that's not my favorite album anyway, so it wasn't that big of a disappointment, but I really like all of the Florence albums from this decade, but it was, like, undeniable that Ceremonials was the one that really did it for me. It, and also, it has so many songs. I mean, her most recent, not her, the band, you don't want to disrespect Their two most recent albums um pretty much only have 10 songs and then a couple b-sides ceremonials has like i'm not even kidding 15 songs maybe more than that like ceremonials has a lot of songs and they're all amazing um so it was it was it was i didn't to be on my list it had to be and it had to be the florence one that i picked i mean it's just so good definitely the album besides cosmic love off of lung's these songs on this album are definitely what got me into
1: Florence, so. Good? Yep. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on number five. And I'm going with 2015 Badlands Halsey. See, this is much more what I was expecting from you. The one and only Halsey. Mm-hmm. Once again... I was a fan before she put this album out. She had a little EP out before this, but this was the first. I, actually, no, this was this was her debut album, so it's huge. I love that I was there before it was released. For cause she's one of my favorite artists of all time right now, yeah. so this really cemented that her legacy. So I'm looking at her uh, the songs right now, and there's not a, really a skip. There's not a skip. Um, so many nights I've listened to this like drive listen just listen to this driving all the time. It's such a good song to put on at night when you're mm-hmm. driving like really perfect. It was also a concept album. love that she yep, she's amazing. um, what can I say? Oh, I know what I can say. so um a couple days ago, I tickets for her upcoming tour came on sale, and I got the code for the presale. uh luckily. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got sweats again because yeah. um, we all know what happened with the lover. Um, I don't want to go back to that. But um, yeah, so I was in line for this. And it went by really quick. And I was able to get in there. And I was even able to get really close seats. The pit was sold out. I was upset because I really wanted to the pit. For which location? In Mansfield, okay, Massachusetts. The expanding center. The pit was sold out. So okay. then I went to the closest seat. And I was like, oh, cool, they're available. So I got two because my other friend's coming. And I went to check out. It was $450. I said, no, 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 did no. Did you no.
0: not look at the price when you selected I the did it. I did Okay. It. So then I was Ballsy, like. Ballsy,
1: but okay. I was like, if I go back, I might lose it. I don't know. But I went back and I was still able. So then I got section six. And they were fucking like a 133 each. And I was like. Oh, my God. That's, like, know. just barely
0: under the roof at Mansfield, right? Yeah. That's, like, the last one under the roof. I think so. I'm not sure. So too. Yeah, it's But it's not great. And, like, I... Well, I'm, yeah. East Center sucks. It's my least favorite venue, so... Really? Blue
1: Hill Pavilion is my least favorite. Wow. Okay. It's not level. This is
0: a conversation for another podcast Okay. Episode. Sounds
1: good. But, um... So, I was, like, torn. I was like, fuck it. Let me just get it. blah, blah. Blah. And then I was like, you know, I'm curious. My dad lives in Tampa Bay, and one of my favorite bands of Paris is opening for Halsey in Tampa Bay, along with Black Bear, who I'm also a fan of. Mm-hmm. So I check. I get right in, and there's seats for the pit. Well, oh, tickets for the pit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not right. So I click, and they're like, oh, someone already got that seat. But then it was available, so I clicked again. Oh, someone already got that seat. So I clicked again, and they're like, oh, it went through. I put in my information, and they're like, oh, we have to call, you have to call the bank to authorize this. So I'm like, why is this happening to me? So I fucking put in a whole different other card, and um, it, like at the time was ticking. Mm-hmm. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I hit okay, and I got it. Just one. Just one, cause okay. no one's gonna fly to Florida with right. you know, it's to see Halsey. Um, and now, yeah. So now I have a bunch. <laughs> and the and the price for that was. Oh, sorry, a hundred thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. For
0: the pit in Tampa, but bay. that was the price of section six in Massachusetts. Wild. That's crazy.
1: Do you know why? Like, no. Is it the demand or something? It must be. <sighs> That's crazy. That is. I'm still so mad at myself, but uh, I think I'm going to both. <sighs> the fact that Paris
0: is opening, I at yeah, and I'm going to be the Tampa one and not the Massachusetts one. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: tough. Yeah, I know. I'm dipping it. Literally dry. one day off from being in Massachusetts one. Oh, you saw that? Yes. So sad. You're not a fan of Halsey, right? I am not. Why? I just can't get into it. That's so weird. I've tried. I just can't get into it. Oh. I kind of feel like, ooh, I, no, like say it. the radio songs, I like kind of like them for a bit, but I get sick of them. Mm. I mean, most radio songs. I know, but I feel like it's her voice. Oh,
1: okay. I just don't let, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Ah, to each their own. Mm-hmm. Listen to her new song. Have you heard it? You Should Be Sad? No. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, I'll listen. Badlands, though. Halsey. Blah, blah. She's amazing. Okay. Let's do this.
0: Alright. My number five is Halcyon Days by Ellie Goulding, 2012. Uh, I was super into Ellie this decade. Definitely not as much lately, but... For the decade, definitely super into Ellie for a while. Same. I've seen her a couple times. Same. We went together once, or yes. at least we're at the same show once. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, um, we this together. Yes. Um, this album was definitely my favorite when I was in my, like, peak Ellie love. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has so many songs on it that, like, I don't want to say they're jams. Like, a lot of them are, but they're more just, like, intense, I guess, more so. They kind of have that build factor for a lot of them. Or like you're listening to it, and it's just like wow. Um, so yes, I have Halcyon Days on there.
1: I agree. That's also actually one of my favorites. Um, just you know, in general. Mm-hmm. And same with Ellie. Like she did. It's also cause I think she took a break. Yeah, she's yeah. She has like,
0: she's passionate about a lot of things. I feel mm-hmm. like like she's super into the whole climate crisis thing. So I feel like she spends a lot of time. Doing that kind of stuff, yeah. Um, doing that activism kind of stuff. So she's a lot going on. She just got married. Oh. Um. Okay. So she's a lot going on, but like you said, um, in our previous podcast episode, she is working on new music. Yeah. So hopefully, she's something new that's a little bit different from the Delirium album because I, that song, that album has jams on it, but it definitely was no like not even close to Halcyon. The style of Halcyon yeah. or Lights.
1: Halcyon was, was was my favorite of hers mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. Awesome. Glad we're on the same page about that one. Yes, yes, yes. Alrighty, number four. Two thousand fourteen White Noise Paris. Love it. P R I S. Mm-hmm. We've talked we've both talked about this on the podcast, them mm-hmm. they're from LOL. Well, one of them, Lingon is. This is also their debut album. And it's what made me a fan. I mean, it's a strong debut album. Huge, right? It doesn't have any skips for me. Um at no so when it came out there was no skips. Okay. If I if I listen to it now then there might be one or two skips. Um but back in the day there wasn't any skips. Yeah, it's strong. Uh, yes, I wish they would play more songs off of it. But I mean I love their their next one too. So I mean they they just have really a really good discography. Agree. Um one of my favorite I mean like Bro, Smoke, St. Patrick, My House. My House is
0: so good. And I love that it's the, like, single, like, yes. popular one. Because it is so good. So
1: good. Fire. She actually, remember when she liked one of my tweets? Because we yes. saw the Babadook. Yes. And, it, like, it said, this is my house. Yeah, and we were like, ah. And I tweeted that. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, and she liked it. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, so, I mean, we talk about Paris all the time. You guys, I think you're familiar with them. Please check them out if you haven't. A lot of you have. If you haven't, they're from Lowell Support. Let's go. I feel like once, like,
0: when people find out who they are, like, I don't think I know someone that was like, oh, I just found out about this band, Paris. I don't like them. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't hear that. Like, they are a good band. People just don't know them yet.
1: That's that's a good point, Joanna. Like, that's
0: really what I feel. They are very talented, and that... That album is such a strong debut album, like it really is. Agreed, I, and I got I
1: got a lot of people to listen to them, and mm-hmm. everyone likes them. Mm-hmm. You're so right. That was a great, great observation. Yep. Boom. Yep. All right,
0: number four, I have Free Spirit, Khalid, 2019. Bro, what? Oh, come on! You knew I knew this was coming. So, uh, Khalid was my top artist from my Spotify Wrapped 2019. Wild! I
1: would have never guessed
0: that. I. Okay, you know how I said I listened to Kids by the Midnight straight through countless times? More so with Free Spirit. Like, I have listened to Free Spirit all the way through so many times. So many times. How many? I I can't count. Okay. I can't count. So many. Like, this year, I love it. And it's just, like, mellow. And, like, I just, like, if I'm listening to it at work, I'm just sitting in my seat, like, moving... As I'm listening. Like, I just do a couple, like, body rolls in my desk, like, <laughs> at my chair at work. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, this song. <laughs> I can't picture like, watching Joanna do body rolls at work. Well, I have a little cube. No one can see me, but, like. You never know. Yeah. I I love it. Like, this album. I, it's one of those albums where I listen to it straight through times, so many times, I don't Probably if I was listening to it, if I didn't hear the lyric that says the title of the song, I wouldn't know the title of the song because I just listened to it straight through. That
1: that that means yeah. you like it, yeah. That, that that's, that's yeah, I just
0: really do like it. And honestly, the intro song is so good. That was my top song of the 2019 on Spotify. Like intro wow. from Khalid. Like when it says top song, it's like oh my gosh, drum roll, what is it? What does mine say? Intro. That is so funny. So funny, but so good. It's it's I really like that album. And I wasn't even a Khalid fan. Prior.
1: Okay. okay. I didn't listen
0: to his first album.
1: So what made you listen to this?
0: Um, I think someone told me to.
1: Okay.
0: And then I was like, okay, I'll dabble. And then I just couldn't stop.
1: Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, you listen to music at work? Like, what do you, like, what yeah. do you code?
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Um, also, I just remembered
0: what got me into Khalid was I was getting into Billie Eilish, and they have that song, Lovely, together. As an ass. That star. was That's one of I the thought. big things that got me into Khalid, was that yeah. song. Because um, that song is unreal.
1: Awesome. Um, yeah, so, Free Spirit, Khalid, number four. Alrighty. So now, number top three, and it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, this is where it's getting real. Oh, fuck. But I'm just going to go with it. Number three, 2017, Mansions. That's the name of the duo. But you'll know the duo. It's Mike Posner and Black Bear. Okay? Oh! Yes. 2017, I remember them walking the, um, the, the red carpet for the Grammys. They both had their hair dyed super bright green, and they were acting so fucking weird in the interview. And I was like, they're definitely fucking on something. And they're acting like they were like together. It was so interesting and strange, and it intrigued the fuck out of me. And they were there promoting the new album. Mm-hmm. Well, self- they they're promoting work. <laughs> yes, self titled Mansions, um, and they're called they call themselves Mansions. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. This is the album that I've listened to the most, front to back. Okay. Top to bottom. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Like you talk about um, Lord, the, time, the tempo changes or whatever. Yeah. Like these songs, it sounds like different songs, like three different songs in one sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like, they, they they did whatever they wanted. There was no rules, no boundaries they didn't cross in terms of uh, music composition or whatever. And let me just tell you something. They have one song. It was, it's Mike Posner, and it's a stream of conscious type thing, and it's not really singing. It's called "I'm Thinking About Horses." And I'm just going to read some to you. Here we go. Maybe this universe wasn't an achievement at all. Maybe our lives, our wars, our fuck-ups, our diseases, our love, our humanity, our passion, our pennies, our holocaust are all just a rehearsal before the big show. I could keep going. Wow. But it's just like, some of it is super deep and then some of it, it's, it's uh, super surface level, but you learn stuff about Mike Posner and Black Bear, Black Bear is, it's, his music is similar to the one that he released, but Mike Posner says a lot of deep shit on this. Um, Interesting. And it's so, it's so jammy. I'm going to play it for you after. Okay, good. Some of it. I mean, you. I definitely liked Mike Posner's
0: songs that got popular back when he was doing solo stuff. So I'm intrigued to hear what this sounds like. Do you listen to Black Bear at all? No. I've never heard of them before they were oh, it's a, it's announced one dude. to be touring with.
1: It's one guy. Interesting. He actually he, he writes a lot for other people. He wrote Baby for Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. oh well,
0: then I like him.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, his music is nothing like that. It's super more like a Okay, adult. but that
0: means he has haven't
1: Oh, because are you, Baby
0: is a jam. Are you a Bieber fan? I was back in the day, yeah. And what? I will not deny that Baby is still a jam. Yeah,
1: but what about now? What about Yummy? Um, uh,
0: No. Not really. Okay. I'm not thanks. a Bieber fan. All right, yeah. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Here I go. My top three. Things get real here. I just reordered them like five minutes ago. Shut up. Okay, so number three, I have Wild World by Bastille, 2016. Wow, where was Bastille? Yeah. Yeah. You used to love them. Uh, yes, I definitely still do, but I. this album in particular... I burnt it out a bit. Like, I had the CD in my car, and so whenever I was driving, I was listening to this, and then I listened to it also nonstop not in my car. So I definitely, like, oh, I made myself a little sick of this album, but it's, like, I was listening to a bit of it the other day. Having taken a nice little break there, it's so good. This this album is so good. The songs in it are so good. Um, I would say it's my favorite Bastille album. They just came out with a new one recently, also very good, but this one was, like, I can't deny that in my in the decade, for me, it was a huge thing. Like, I listened to it non-stop for so long. It was the only CD I had in my car for <laughs> so long. So, um, Wild World, Bastille, amazing. Yeah.
1: What was their famous song? Their one? Good Grief.
0: Oh, Pompeii is the famous one from them. But Good Grief was from this album. It was Pompeii, the one that was on the radio? Yeah. Back in the day? Yeah. How did it go? Do you almost feel like nothing's changed at all, and if you close your eyes... Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. So, is their famous one, but that was from their previous album. I never um, knew that was... Good like... Grief got kind of popular off of Wild World, but...
1: I never knew that's what they were called. Mm-hmm. They're not... They don't do the song Happier?
0: They are... Yeah, they're the vocals on that. Okay, or... that's what I was on. Yes. Okay, cool. So, that's Marshmallow and Bastille. Yes. Um, so, yeah. All if right. you've never heard Bastille, you actually have because yes. of Happier. Yes. And which the whole freaking world knows that
1: song. So. Yes. Yeah. Great. So my number two. It sh- it changed ten minutes ago, and it should have been number one from. Sorry, it should have been number two from the beginning because my number one needs to be number one. Anyways, number two, two thousand eleven, ceremonials.
0: Oh my gosh! I was hoping that we were both gonna have us like one that was both on our list. Yeah, i that, I'm, was that one. I'm
1: surprised yours isn't
0: higher. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. But I I mean, I don't know. It was really tough for me to make the album list.
1: I mean, Ceremonials has some of the best songs ever released. And that's also the album that really made me a fan. Mm -hmm. And I listened, I watched her live show on uh, the MTV channel um, uh, in drumming. Do you remember that? Do you know that song? Yeah, drumming. Is that on this one? Yeah. Uh, I oh don't my know, god, I know. is it not? Well, that song, I'm sorry, if it's not, I don't think it is, but that song made me a fan and it made me want listen to um this album, Ceremonials, because okay. she was doing promo or whatever. Yeah. But Ceremonials, only for night, shake it out, fucking never let me go, no <laughs> light, no light, seven devils. Oh, there's so many. Yep, I know. And a fun story is back a year ago when I had to get surgery. They had to do a, like, a pre-surgery thing, like, in my wrist to, like, put something in there in case something went wrong type thing. But I had to be awake for this one. And they are like, oh, you can pick what you want to listen to. And, like, I was like, oh, man, I don't fucking listen to anything right now. I don't care. But I, I, ch- I chose ceremonials oh, to listen to. That's a good choice. It was, yeah, it was super, like, uh, er- ethereal? ethereal. What's that word? I, I don't know. Ethereal. Okay. No. Help me. I don't me.
0: know. I have no idea what this word is. E- e- Fuck. Anyways, I'm so well-spoken. <laughs> the, yeah, Okay, boom. Um, I will say about this, too, that I forgot to say when I mentioned this. Um, when I was getting into Florence and this album, um, one of the things that I was super into was she and they, the band, <laughs> has a performance at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, the whole thing is on YouTube. It was for, like, a, a fundraiser of sorts, and... And they have an orchestra with them. And it's Florence. <laughs> you ruined it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Anyway. No, keep going. Florence is up there in this ball gown with her hair all done up. She has makeup on. Like, you don't see Florence like this often. No. So she's up there at the Royal Albert Hall. Very fancy place with an orchestra behind her. And she's at the mic and she's singing these songs. A lot of which are from ceremonials because it was at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's the they sound amazing in that... The, In yes. that video. Like, the songs just sound amazing. I love orchestras, yes. um, like those kinds of instruments, and so to have them behind her for this really beautiful performance um, was amazing. So I recommend looking up that.
1: The thing I was talking about is MTV Unplugged. Right, okay, yes. And that's also what promoting promoting Ceremonials. Mm-hmm. So yes, thank you. Yep. Boom.
0: Excellent. Okay, my number two, Uh you probably, I don't know, anyway, you probably won't know them, but... Uh, Number two is Little Machines by Lights, 2014. I know Lights. Yeah, okay, you know Lights, but do you listen to Lights? No, no, ma'am. No. So Little Machines, um, Lights has been around for a really long time, Um, so she has um, a couple older albums, but this one was the one that I got into, Um, so I was given this as a music suggestion by my boyfriend, so that is how I got into Lights. Um, but this album is just so good. I really like the sound of it. Um, and it was, like, what got me to be a Lights fan, and I was really excited when Lights opened for Paris, when we saw Paris at that House of blue show. Yep. Um, I really like this album. It's just so good. And there are a couple songs in here that, like, I listen to them and I get, like, transported. So really? I have this thing where, um... I have a whole bunch of songs where if I listen to them, I get transported to back like when I was first getting into them. Like, it feels like an out-of-body experience listening to songs. Superpowers. Right. Like, it happens a lot for the songs on Ocean Avenue, the album. Like, I just feel like I get transported back to listening to them at my house with Julie when I was, like, in first grade. So, like... There are a lot of songs on Little Machines that do that for me. It just, like, transports me back to back when I was first getting into lights. Cool. Um, I really like the sound of this album. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I just really like it a lot. Um, I like her newer stuff, too. Um, but this one is still just the one that does it for me. I like the sound of this one best.
1: When did this come out? 2014. Okay, cool. Alrighty. You good? Yep. What's your number one? You can probably guess it. I don't know. Maybe maybe not, though. Ladies and gentlemen, my number one, 2010 speak now
0: yes okay this makes up for you not
1: having any of her songs on yours taylor mother swift this is the most magical album ever the most magical concert experience ever it's my favorite ever of hers what can i say the holy trinity of enchanted better than revenge and innocent sorry not innocent haunted so but Haunted so good. Enchanted Brother Revenge and Haunted, bro, like that's a holy trinity for me at Taylor mm-hmm. Swift Songs. And this album when it came out, pfft, oh, hit after hit after hit after yes. hit. My favorite thing about this album is that Taylor wrote this entirely by herself. Every note, every fucking lyric entirely by herself. And it's her best album ever. I agree. It's my favorite Taylor album. For Thank sure. you. The only skip is Innocent, because that's about Kanye West, and I don't give a fuck. We're not going to pay any mind to him, Mm -hmm. and I also skip Never Grow Up, because it makes me too sad. Yeah, I agree. That one's a little... It's a good
0: song, but no, 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 no. No, yeah. Mm. You you have to be in the mood for that song. And I never will be. Yeah. Yep. Never will be. Yep, so I I love that. I love that that's your number one. Yeah. So glad that she made it on your list. The top of my list. Mm Mm-hmm. Very fitting. Mm -hmm. Sparks Fly.
1: Sparks Fly. Mine... And even Dear John, bro, mm-hmm. like it's a six like minute song, yeah, long and that low. has mean, <laughs> mean, bro, and long live, like yeah, long live, come on, yeah, the
0: songs on this album. Oh, <sighs>
1: right.
0: fuck. Yeah, now I'm gonna go listen. On and my you know way what's home.
1: so sad is that she doesn't really play any no, of the songs she on tour. It's really sad. I mean,
0: can you imagine being her and having the diso- dis- 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 discography that she dis- has and having to choose? She has so many albums, and they all have so many songs. It's, it's rough.
1: Does she not realize that this is her best album? I don't think I she know, does. I know. I don't, don't know. think she does because a lot of people on Twitter I see saying Red is her best album. I, I like
0: Red a lot, but not as much as
1: Speak Now. Close to one of my favorite albums of hers. Like Speak Now, yeah, on Speak a, now is unreal. Another level. I agree. Fuck. Yep. What's <laughs> yours, Joe? All right, my
0: number one is Pure Heroine by Lord, 2013. I had to. It's amazing. She was so young when this album came out. When she was creating this album. So young. And yet it is such a good album. Again, one of those, like, Paris's first album, an unreal debut.
1: Where was Paris on your list? Not on my list. I oh. know. I know. I'm sorry.
0: Oh. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, Lord Purehawren really did it for me. That's my number one. Um, I love Lord. This was obviously since it was the only album that was out when I was getting into Lord. The album that did it for me. Um, Julie and I, my sister, if you don't know, <laughs> saw Lord in concert um, back when she was she was getting big. But this tour was planned before she really blew up, which is cool. So she played at the Orpheum in Boston, which is a very small venue. It's seated. Yes, it is seated. It has like a balcony, second level. It's like a theater. Yeah, yeah, It's like very old and um, falling apart, but it's a very small venue. So she was like big by the time that we saw her, but when this tour was planned, she wasn't really yet. So her first tour like that was at small venues. So we got to see Lauren at this itty-bitty... Venue, an unreal performance because she's crazy. Like I said, talking about green light on the last podcast episode, she gets really into her own stuff while she's performing. Like she's up there looking possessed almost. Yes, that's a good. Um, that's a good word. Yes, witch. exactly. She's yes, yes. So to see her there was unreal. We saw her a second time at her next tour. There were no other big tours in between these two. Okay, so we saw her at the Orpheum, and her next tour she played at the Garden. Mm. How? Bro, the fact that she blew up like that, the fact that she went from the Orpheum to the Garden, crazy.
1: Garden's huge. Yeah, Halsey went from the fucking House of Blues to the Garden. Crazy, and I hated it.
0: I know. I don't like concerts at the Garden. <sighs> no. Again, me we need to have a whole podcast episode about venues. Apparently, real quick. Yeah, after, after, keep going. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I mean, this album's so good. She's so talented. Like I said, she was so young, so it's just unreal to know that she was making this kind of music when she was, like, 17. Well,
1: no, she was younger. Yeah, younger than that. 15. I
0: know, but, like, it's crazy. And no one
1: wants to give her credit. Everyone's like, oh, Billie Eilish is so young. I know,
0: Lord was young, too. And
1: Lord was better. Lord yeah.
0: No, I agree. So, I mean, this album definitely number one for me. It's unreal. But, noted, I hate Royals.
1: Joanna! Sorry. No. Sorry.
0: No. I don't like it. When it came out, did you like it? I jammed to it for, like, five minutes.
1: By five minutes, do you
0: mean, like, a hot... I'm being dramatic, yeah. I jammed to it for a bit when it first came out, but I I hate it now. Because the radio. I mean, kind of, but, like, I just don't like the sound of it. Weird. I mean, it's really different from the rest of the songs in the album. Yeah. I don't, like, there are a couple songs in the album that kind of sound alike. There are none that sound like Royals, I don't think. Is she your favorite singer? I think so. Okay. Real quick, your favorite concert venue
1: House of Blues, Boston. Yeah, no okay. contest. I love the Middle East, but it's hard to see artists there because a lot of them don't go. Obviously, because mm-hmm. you have to be smaller. Mm-hmm. House of Blues is good. I love the Royale. The Royale is pretty. Yeah, good. ever been there? Yes. Yeah, i will only talk about more about it. But um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Number one, Joanna, Lord, Pure Heroine. Number one, Alyssa, Speak Now, Taylor Swift. What a list. What a list. I'm so, where the fuck was Paris? From? I'm
0: sorry. I know. Stone. I, I do care. like them, but they just can't compete with... Oh. Okay. Like, for me, I just... I Okay. I love these ones. And t- no, none none of Taylor's albums, either. None of Taylor's albums on my top ten albums, no. But Blank Space was on your songs. Uh, Nope. Sparks Fly was. Sorry. Blank Space almost was. Got you. Got you. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of have regrets about not putting a Taylor or a Paris album on here, especially when we were talking about... White Noise on yours, I did realize that like, that album's so good, like it was coming back to me that I love it so much, but yeah, putting my top ten lists together, this is just where where we ended up, so. I got you though, I made up for it. Yeah, we did a nice little combo there.
1: Oh, so. and does that mean Ceremonials is the best album of the decade? Yes, apparently because it was on both of ours! <laughs> yes, yeah, I agree. I'm that, glad we didn't talk about these coming in because yes. that was such a
0: fun surprise.
1: That wasn't going to be number one, but I had to make that decision to switch because Taylor's my girl, you feel me? Yeah. Sorry, yep. thank you. Understood. Mm-hmm. All right, JoJo, anything else you want to talk about? I I don't think so. You good? I think I'm good. All right, we're going to watch Infinite Crisis or whatever coming up this week. Tune into that. Yep. And that's been um, Alyssa and JoJo's top 10 albums of the decade. Yep. Yeet,
0: yeet. It feels fucking awesome. It feels fucking awesome. It feels fucking awesome.